Welcome to High Impact Influence, the podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. The website is growgreat.com. Today is Friday, October the 1st, 2021. Let's talk about rest and rejuvenation, how stepping away can improve perspective and performance. Now that the 30-day microleadership course is complete, I'm going to keep my word and step away for a little bit. And as I prepare to shut things down for a while, I've been thinking about rest, rejuvenation, revival, recreation, all those other great things that we can do to help ourselves improve. Last week, I was talking with a couple of people about the things that they do to catch their breath. You know, we're all pretty driven people and all of us are experienced, mature leaders. Yes, that means that everybody in this conversation, we were all in our late 50s, early 60s. And so I asked these people, what's the longest you've ever stepped away? There was a whole lot of, you could tell a lot of mental calculating going on and nobody answered. And everybody was trying to remember the various vacations, time away from the daily workload. Nobody answered. And so I asked, well, have, have either of you taken two weeks off straight or more? Well, they answered almost instantly. No, never. I mean, either I said, and then for the next few minutes, the conversation was solely about why taking extended time away is a bad idea. Why it would be a horrible idea to take more than a week off. And I pushed back, even though I frankly admit, I don't have a clue because I've never taken more than one week off. And even so, I just wasn't sold on their logic that the cost of coming back after two weeks is just, no, there's no way I would ever do it. I questioned if they had mental blocks about being gone. I questioned if they were fearful, uh, fearful that maybe things would, <laughs> things might go better when you're absent. They chuckled and claimed that, you know, it would be wonderful if that were the case. Well, now, this was just too much of a lob pitch for me. I had to swing for the fences on this one. So I, I said, well, how about we have a conversation about what that would look like? I mean, what would it take for us to take some extended period of time away and things improve while we were gone? Now, I don't manage a team these days, but I've spent my career doing it. So we were... Yeah, we were busy constructing scenarios of, of what we might need to do to prepare for such a reality. In fact, there was even some conversation about these people that, you know, they take sabbaticals that will last for extended periods of time. They're like, hey, how in the world do you possibly pull that off? What about you? What do you do for rest and rejuvenation? Do you find yourself not wanting to step away for fear of fill in the blank? It's worth wrestling to the ground so that you can figure it out. But today, think about how stepping away can improve things for you. Think about how it has improved things for you and how it has improved things in your leadership. You know, sometimes it's not about doing nothing. It's not necessarily about playing either, meaning recreating, having fun. It could just be a change of scenery. This past Sunday afternoon, one of the the most coveted games, if that's the proper way to phrase it, probably isn't, uh, in the NFL was to watch Dallas's own Matthew Stafford soundly defeat Tom Brady's Tampa Bay team. And while the skill that surrounded Stafford is substantially different 
the change of leaving a basement dwelling NFL team like Detroit for the sunny outlook of a talented team like the Los Angeles Chargers, it has clearly given Stafford a new life. In fact, the TV crew was commenting how Stafford, in spite of years of NFL experience, he's never been in a game of such magnitude as playing against the defending Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady. It was a big stage. It may be that your career is stuck because you're struggling with a losing culture or teammates who lack the competence to excel, kind of like Matthew Stafford. You know, I'm optimistic, but I'm not crazy. Not everybody can be or do anything they put their mind to. Yeah, I know everybody's mom told them that we could, but, you know, moms are just nice, sometimes too nice. Henry is a supervisor for a small manufacturing company. He's been there almost five years. He's a young guy and confesses that he has hated almost every minute of it. When I ask why he stays, he says because he's long thought that he could influence the outcome. And now he's pretty convinced it's a losing effort. And he goes on to explain and give me details that are, frankly, pretty heartbreaking. I mean, here's this highly motivated manager who has described his years of building a team that he's got supreme confidence and faith in. They have proven their effectiveness. They've proven their efficiency in spite of upper management being inept. And I ask, well, is your team the reason you stay? Absolutely, he says. I mean, these people are doing great work. And Henry, he used to be convinced, he says, that the culture of his team, that it would be contagious. He, He really felt like he could kind of be this outlier that might create some type of a cult following. It never happened. And he now seems convinced that it's all a lost cause. Now, I don't know what he's going to do, but it's evident that something needs to change so that Henry can remedy being stuck. He's anxious for growth. He's anxious for improvement. And then in this economy today, I mean, come on, he realizes the opportunities might be, Well, I don't think there's a maybe to it. They are at the highest of his short career. I just caringly challenge him to avoid being jaded. And I urge him, figure this out sooner than later. And mostly, I encourage him to accept responsibility for his own outcomes. I mean, the last thing I want to see is a young leader lose heart before he ever hits his 30th birthday. I don't know. Henry may decide that a change will do him good. But such dilemmas have nothing to do with vacations or time away. I mean, come on, even a two-week vacation isn't going to remedy Henry's problems. But a change of scenery might, kind of like Matthew Stafford. A vacation might, it might help Henry figure out what his next steps ought to be. Rest and rejuvenation are largely internal, self-induced awareness benefits. It was exactly three years ago. It was in October, the beginning of October in 2018. My wife and I stepped away for a few days. It wasn't even a week at the time. Our family experienced a crisis that required a change of scenery. Well, we thought it did, and turned out we were right. We just needed to figure some things out. Mostly, we just needed to process some things because there really weren't any actions to take. Now, could we have done that and stayed at home? Yeah, maybe, but it, it was, it would have been really hard. You remember those old Southwest, I'm going to embed the, a video of this. There's bound to be a video of this and they were absolutely hysterical. 
Southwest Airlines, Dallas's own Southwest Airlines, they used to do a series of commercials, and the punchline was, want to get away? Well, that aptly described how my wife and I felt in October of 2018. Want to get away? Absolutely, we wanted to get away. So we did. Uh, Off to the woods we went. We walked trails and walked more trails and walked more trails and got away from the hustle of the city and the big lights and uh, just got out in the woods. No, we weren't camping. I don't do camping. (laughs) It didn't remedy our pain. Uh, It didn't remove the crisis. It didn't lessen the magnitude of the crisis, but it did help us improve our coping skills. Things did not magically improve, but our mental strength and our spiritual resolve grew And had we not made that trip, I know that our struggle would have been even more severe. I know that our coping skills would have not been as strong. So even if life is just ordinary, whatever that means for you, and the pressures aren't abnormally great, stepping away can give us a new viewpoint because our minds shift focus. It's the same power as those morning shower. You know, you hear people talk about how and, you know, I like got this great idea. I'm in the shower, right? And I'm not, I'm not thinking about the problem. I'm not thinking about my quandary. But all of a sudden, an answer kind of came to me. Funny how that works, right? It's the power of getting unstuck. Getting our minds off their current or ordinary course can help us see and think differently, better. Catching our breath is required whenever we're winded. The problem that I've observed in my own life is when it comes to our careers, we don't often know we are winded. We don't often admit we are winded. I mean, some of us, my generation is especially guilty. We think there's some medal that's going to be given because we battle through adversity without giving up. You know, we don't quit ever. Uh, No, we're not taking any time off. We don't need any time off. I mean, even if it's just for quitting a week or two, taking some time off, we just, I don't know. I don't, somebody smarter than me is going to have to figure all that out. And I'm sure they have spending more time at work versus spending more time with family and loved ones. Well, that debate has raged forever and ever. And I'm not debating those issues. I happen to think that the people that we love, the obligations that we have to them, that matters more than our careers, but that's just me. Truth is they both matter, but I just don't think it's a contest. I I rather think that we're mostly Well, I'll, my hands in the air. I am mostly greedy. I want both to be great, right? We would rather not sacrifice either one, but if we look at it merely from the perspective of how our lives are improved, there is no argument how getting away, looking at someplace new, experiencing something out of the ordinary, shaking up our daily routine. It helps clear our vision and it strengthens our resilience. And we've all experienced it, even if it's just for a short period of time. Getting our minds off a thing can help us become more creative in figuring that thing out. It's counterintuitive, but again, like the shower moment, we've all experienced it. A family gathers for a meal after a funeral. There's crying, but there's also laughter. People reminisce, they joke, they cut up. Collectively, they deal with the tension in their own individual and collective ways. It's grief management. 
by not sitting alone quietly falling to pieces. And yes, there likely are some of those moments too after the crowd leaves. It's all a process. Grief, handling situations, figuring things out. But I'll tell you the benefit that I've discovered in stepping away. It's summed up very simply for me in having no point. (laughs) Having no point. It's kind of the opposite of that planes, trains, and automobile sequence where Steve Martin, you know, is lamenting with John Candy's character, who's just the incessant storyteller stories that have no point, you know, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the audience, but there can be a real big power in stepping away and having no point, which is completely the opposite of my coaching focus with clients, which is the pursuit of the ideal outcome. So stepping away for me is the pursuit of no outcome. I just want to be in the moment and see what happens. Removing the pressure to figure things out, which is really hard for me. But if I can do that, man, there's a magic that happens in helping me figure things out. The lower I can get my expectations, the better. Again, ridiculously hard for a person like me who has high expectations for myself and others. But I have found for me just trying to take all that pressure off and go and just not expect anything and just let come what may. As I enter a short but hopefully productive fallow period, I am working hard to reduce or eliminate my expectations. And I know that if I can do that, even if for a few days, for a week, it'll pay off because it always does. And besides, life is still going to be here when I get back, the Lord willing. And no, I won't be dreading that. Because if I did, if I did dread coming back to the work, I would be figuring out a way to do something else that I wouldn't dread. So there's that. Be well, do good, grow great. My name is Randy Cantrell. The website is growgreat.com. Again, let me reiterate and give you my thanks for listening and for the feedback that I've gotten so far on the 30-day microleadership course. I hope you found it helpful. If you care to share any insights, any stories with me, I'd love to hear them. Email me at randy at randycantrell.com, and I'm going to be stepping away, and I don't know for how long. It's not going to be all that long. But Lord willing, I'll talk to you when I get back. See ya.